Hello and welcome to The Authority of Love. My name is Greg Williams and thanks for joining me on the broadcast. Uh, you may be watching on a podcast or video and thank you for that and, and for sharing them as well. First thing I want to say today is happy resurrection and Easter day. For those of us who believe this is why we can celebrate, rejoice and give thanks every day because Jesus rose from the grave. The victory is complete. Whether you live that out or not is up to you, but it is complete. With that said, I want to welcome you to a new week, a new month, and a great new day, which God has made, and we're going to rejoice and be glad in it. Why? Because he rose. And Psalm 118.24 says that we should do that every day. And Lamentations 3.22 and 23 says that his mercies are new every morning. And I need that. I don't know about you, but I sure do. So no matter what you've faced are facing, or think you may face, you can count on our good and great God no matter what, because yesterday we celebrated and were reminded, and should be every day, that Christ rose from the dead. Now, we closed last week's teaching episodes on Thursdays talking about when we're not sure that God is making sense. Sometimes to us, any sense. We concluded that as Christ's followers, walking in faith, that just because we're not sure about it, don't feel good about it, or think the outcomes may not turn out the way we want, it is a grave mistake to think that God doesn't know what he's saying or doing. Check out Say What and any other messages at loveandlordship.com. Go to our website, loveandlordship.com, and you can find the videos on the watch tab. You can listen on the podcast or on the listen tab to the podcast, or you can read articles, many of them there. Love to know what you think, and if the Lord is using them to touch you, share them to help encourage and bless and challenge others in their walk with the Lord. You can also reach me at loveandlordship, loveandlordship at gmail.com. It's all spelled together and, and, and uh, spelled out and put together, loveandlordship at gmail.com. So what is the purpose of our lives? Well, there's writings that state very succinctly and correctly, even if you don't agree with all the denominational theology, that the greatest aim and purpose of man is to glorify God and to enjoy Him forever. Trouble is, as we just discussed in the opening, that I don't always like, don't always like what God has to say, nor what he does. Now you're telling me that I'm supposed to live for his glory and enjoy a wonderful relationship with him in his presence? And, and, and we've said it many times before that Christ died for that, not just in eternity, but now for that relationship. Well, that's right. And just as we discussed last week, you're going to have to suspend, actually die to, your belief in yourself, your fleshly desires, and what you, you only you can experience with your five senses, your feelings, your emotions. In today's message, we're going to look at just how we can make this happen by looking once again at an episode from the Apostle Paul's life in which he had to literally go through the very things I just mentioned and lose his sight, what he could see and experience in this life with his senses, in particular there is sight, in order to find out how to walk in and bring glory to God in Christ and to him alone. 
Today's message actually points us to that very glory that we are called to give to God, our Father, Christ our Savior and Lord, and do so by the Holy Spirit living and acting within us. The title is The Glory That Excels. Now, if you're following along, we're on April 2nd in the book, My Utmost for His Highest, or at myutmost.org. Two questions we have to ask and answer when it comes to glory and the seeking, giving, and receiving of it. Where's your focus and what's your priorities? Saul of Tarsus had the Damascus Road experience in which Christ the Lord appeared to him in literally a blinding light. Yes, it it left him blind. And there was a significant purpose in this that Oswald Chambers brings to light in today's devotional. And as we elaborate on this message, it applies to each of our lives and what we tend to focus on and how we can shift that so that Christ, God the Father, the Son, and Holy Spirit receive all the glory. We pick up after this blinding experience on the road to Damascus in which Paul has been told to keep heading right on into Damascus where he was on his way to persecute and arrest, likely for the death penalty for many, all the followers of Christ. Jesus told him to go to straight street. Isn't that great? He's going to go get straightened out, right? Go to straight street and find Ananias. This is where the the, the text picks up and the and chamber starts the devotional. Acts 9.17, the Lord has sent me that you may receive sight. Now, this is Ananias speaking after receiving a vision himself from the Lord about Saul. And his obvious response was, say what? Again, check out last Thursday for more on that. Lord, you you really want me to walk right up to this guy who's been persecuting and having followers of yours put to death? But Ananias was faithful. He went and met Saul on Straight Street to share the message coming from our anchor text today. He said, I'm here so you can see again. Chambers picks it up and says, when Paul received his sight, he received spiritually an insight into the person of Jesus Christ and the whole of his subsequent life, all of his life after that, and his preaching was nothing but Jesus Christ. I determined to know nothing among you save Jesus Christ and him crucified. Remember our two questions? What's your focus? What's your priority? You see, if your priority is you, the here and now, what's in it for me, or any other self-absorbed focus, then you're going to have great difficulty in glorifying God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Chambers says, No attraction was ever allowed to hold the mind and soul of Paul save the face of Jesus Christ. Pay very close attention to what he says next because this is what we are called to and what we should be calling every believer in Christ to. He says, we have to learn to maintain an unimpaired state of character up to the last notch revealed in the vision of Jesus Christ. He has revealed himself and the Father to us in his word. So let me ask another question. How much of him and his word drives your every decision, action, and relationship, your desires, your motives? 
Here's another question. How often do you hear this level of discipleship commitment in your church or relationships? I have to tell you that I don't hear it very often. I've been talking with my pastor about it, and he is, by God's grace, doing more and more of this, really. And he's always been pretty strong, but I think there's another level we can all go to. Listen here as Chambers continues with what it takes for us to be on this path and growing in our walk with Christ as Lord and us as his disciple. The abiding or constant always present with us, the abiding characteristic of a spiritual man or woman is the interpretation of the Lord Jesus Christ to him or herself. Do you really believe who he says he is? And that interpretation to others of the purposes of God. Are they aligning with his truth? Or are you compromising because they may not like it or they may not like you because you said it? So let me say that again. The abiding presence or characteristic of a spiritual man or woman is the interpretation of the Lord Jesus Christ to himself or herself and the interpretation of that to others of the purposes of God. The one concentrated passion of the life is Jesus Christ. I got to say that one again too. The one concentrated passion of the life is Jesus Christ. This is the result, just as it was with Saul of Tarsus when he was confronted with Christ and was forever changed. Not just to the apostle Paul of Tarsus, but to a man who gave his entire life to Christ. Continuing with the devotion, whenever you meet this note in a man or woman, you feel that he or she is a person after God's own heart. Never allow anything to deflect you from insight into Jesus Christ. It is the test of whether you are spiritual or not. To be unspiritual means that other things have a growing fascination for you. Let me go back to our two questions that we started with that determine everything. What's your focus and what is the priority in your life? Chambers closes with this little uh, text from a hymn. Since mine eyes have looked on Jesus, I've lost sight of all beside. So enchained my spirit's vision, gazing on the crucified. Here's some food for thought as we close out. Can that statement from that hymn be said of you? Or are there a few or many things in this world and the desires of your flesh that you compromise with, that, that pull you away from Christ and Him crucified it as your greatest focus and top priority? All of your life will reflect your answer to those questions, and the fruit in your life will tell whether you are living for God's glory and to enjoy His presence or living for self even as you stay active and involved in church. You'll never know until you're willing to sell out in wholehearted devotion with Christ first in the entirety of your life. Only then will you know what it means to enjoy Him forever. I pray that you do. And remember, it's not about perfection. It's about setting your heart on Him and allowing Him to mature you. It's about maturation, to mature and grow you in this focus and priority. Our love and action items... Spend time, number one, spend time with God and His Word, prayer, and listening every day. Begin with the Scripture text in this message. 
If you want to continue moving on, start with the Gospel of John. Number two, as you do so, ask the Holy Spirit to teach you. Number three, take an inventory of how you spend most of your time and what drives most of your thought life activities and relationships. And then number four, take that inventory and based on that, where would you say that you are when it comes to glorifying God with all your life? Where does your joy come from? Building on the last couple of teaching episodes, including today's, we're going to look tomorrow at how we can handle some of the areas where we may tend to question what God is up to and whether or not we should join Him. So join us and invite your family, friends, and loved ones and enemies to join us as well so they can hear of this life-changing message of the gospel and truth of Jesus Christ. Again, you can find out more at our website, loveandlordship.com. Spell out A-N-D in the middle. Don't use the ampersand. i got to figure out which one I'm doing here. Yeah, on the video, if you're watching, I'm pointing to the ampersand in our banner behind me. But uh, spell it out, love, A-N-D, lordship.com. You can find our book there. It's an icon in the middle of the page. Click on that. You can get that. You can give if the Lord's leading you to do that. there in the upper right corner. And uh, one time or ongoing all donations are tax deductible, and we greatly appreciate it. But if it's not us, keep on praying. The Lord will show you where he wants you to partner with and give to those who are doing his kingdom work. So thank you for that. Uh, thank you, as always, for joining us. Thanks for your prayers. More than anything, thanks for your prayers. Thanks always to the Lord. Make it a great day in the love and lordship of Jesus Christ. Now stay tuned for my good friend Greg, Greg Horn coming up at 1245 on Hope Is Here. I'm Greg Williams, and you're listening to The Authority of Love.